And you are listening to Morning Report on RNZ National. Well, the South Auckland Church has admitted it didn't have working smoke alarms in four temporary homes which caught fire in Mangari Bridge early yesterday morning. Fire and Emergency says the families, many of whom were staying there after being displaced by the January floods, are lucky to be alive. A church trustee, Frank Colloy, says he didn't know it was the landlord's responsibility to ensure smoke alarms were working. Manako Ward Councillor Al Filipina says the community is now rallying around to help those families who are now without their belongings and a place to live. He joins us now. Kia ora, good morning. Uh, these people have been through a lot already, haven't they? How are they doing? Well, Ingrid, and look, they're doing really well. I went over yesterday. We're going to go over sometime next week just to catch up with them. But they're doing really well, uh, the community. And also our um, central government organisations are rallying behind uh, the church and also uh, the families and just just to make sure that they're being looked after. How is it that these families were living in a temporary accommodation without smoke alarms? Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's the question that I have no doubt at all that Auckland Council Compliance will be asking that. Also, um, that's something that needs to to be dealt with and 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 dealt with sooner than later. If if the uh, church is going to continue to at least support families who need the temporary accommodation, so um, that will definitely happen. And I know that uh, the councillor who looks after the regulatory. Uh, bylaw committee has spoken to um, the compliance uh, director uh, in regards to that. Do you uh, do you know for sure were, were the properties inspected and passed by the council? No, uh, um, that's what uh, both Josephine and I, uh, and especially Josephine, um, will be getting uh, answers to those questions because we've we've also just found out um, that they didn't have any alarms. Uh, moving forward, I have no doubt at all that uh, the places will be compliant. And some of the um, the accommodation they were staying in was part of the church as well, which which do have uh, fire alarms, um, I, or smoke alarms, sorry, um, that I've been told, Ingrid. Because the church trustee said that they had passed all, of, they had all their, their warrants and everything for the property. Yeah, and 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 I, that's that's exactly why uh, the compliance um, GM general manager is is going to ensure that the places that the uh, community our, our people are staying in uh, that they are definitely compliant. So um, there'll be some 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 investigation in regards to whether in fact uh, all of them were compliant. Are you worried that there might be other properties out there, other temporary uh, accommodation out there? I guess churches are known as as a group that does take in people in need, uh, and obviously a lot of people in Auckland have been in need of accommodation with the series of weather events yeah. we've had. Are you, you know, do you have any idea if there are more properties out there like this? Well, one, I am concerned that if uh, if, if properties uh, are out there that are not compliant with smoke alarms, etc. So um, I think that's the piece of work that uh, Councillor Bartley will uh, will start uh, to ensure that uh, the temporary accommodation that uh, is on the property of churches and, and other places are definitely compliant. So um, I hope 
um, that we get something back and then I can contact yourself personally if, if that's okay, just to say, look, here's the update on, on what we've been talking about. Sure. Well, I mean, as we've seen in Wellington, it's not just you. I mean, that this can be, and also in Rotorua as well this week. Um, it's surprise. Well, is is it surprising that there are still local authorities out there who haven't done this thorough, you know, uh, investigation of what's going on out in the communities? Yeah. Look, and 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 I think just to to, to that point you've just raised, I think one of the key things that we need to do is to ensure. Um, not only those that, that have contacted council, but there may well be some who haven't contacted council and are helping the communities. But um, if we don't know, mm. we can't end up doing anything. So there's two things. One, those that have contacted us and says, look, um, I want to do this to the community and people. Uh, right, let's get into the compliance and ensure the safety of those people who, who end up going into the temporary accommodation. And those, I have no doubt at all, that haven't contacted council to say that this is what they're doing. And and I'm hoping that um, your show and, and all the rest of the media coverage will um, get those people to say, geez, I better get hold of council and say, look, I've got some temporary accommodation. Um, I'm fairly sure it's compliant. Can you please um, come over and, and just make sure that they are? Appreciate your time this morning. That is Monaco Ward Councillor Al Filipina there. It is 23 minutes past eight.